Hi, this is Michael. And this is Shane. And this is Dad Pods. The podcast by dads, for dads, for everybody, actually. So, I want to talk about last week. Last week, we had our first guests. Yeah, our first guests uh, are our progeny, our children. Yeah. We're on the podcast. Uh, turns out they like to ramble. and uh, They do. They're a little all over the place. So, <laughs> it, for us, it was a fun experience. I don't know if it was a fun listening experience for you all. Yeah, so if you do have any uh, comments, queries, questions, uh, we do have our uh, we do have some social media set up. I've got a we've got a Twitter feed, which is at at Pods Dad, and then uh, <laughs> we also have a Facebook page uh, at Dad Pods. Uh, maybe there'll be an Instagram someday. I'm not sure. Probably. You can actually Google us. Uh, I do have the domain name. I mm-hmm. <laughs> went ahead and did that. It's DadPods.com, which redirects to the the anchor page. Yeah. So we're official so, now, right? Yeah, we are official. You know, um, you can start sending us money. Yeah. Um, we're not asking for anything. I actually, I just want the money or the advertisement just so I could do the ad reads. I know. That sounds so much fun. Yeah. I'll do it for free as long as it's like yeah. a, a good advertiser. Yeah. Like if, I, if there's something I like, like I think, um, you know, one of the popular things was, was is, it, is it Buffy Sheets? I think that's one of them that does sometimes on 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 podcasts those are really nice sheets hmm. i will say there's also something about underwear um, someone sells underwear a lot so there's 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 uh what is it uh, there's tommy is it tommy yeah. something tommy bahama i don't i don't know tommy i don't know that's the, something tommy yeah there's an uh, underwear we all wear it yeah so if you want an advertisement please contact us <laughs> <laughs> at any of the aforementioned uh, social media pages and They'll probably contact me somehow. I'm not sure. Yeah, or if you're just a friend of ours and you want an advertisement, please contact yeah. us. <laughs> yeah, we'll read whatever you want us to read. Yeah. We are... Birthday we wishes. Are, <laughs> yes, birth. Oh, God. Happy birthday to anybody that's had a birthday during the, the last couple months during the uh, coronavirus quarantine. Yeah, it, it would be a lot of fun to do those kind of reads. Mm-hmm. So anyway, back to last week's episode. Um, there are a couple things that we kind of missed. We didn't talk a lot. And this this episode this you know this podcast is us talking, so it was kind of weird that we didn't talk a lot, and uh, we actually weren't drinking at the time because we were trying to wrangle our children, which is a little bit like herding cats. Um, so we tried to keep our minds sharp, which probably didn't help us either. No, it did not. <laughs> but guess what? This time we're drinking. <laughs> yes, we are. I've got an old fashioned. Mike's got a, a a lovely dark beer of some sort. Yes, which uh, I forgot what I got. It's from our local brewery, which is open for uh, takeout again. Yeah, support your local businesses at this time. Uh, if you want those businesses to be around when we come out of quarantine, support them now because not a lot of places can survive not getting any sort of uh, business over the course of a month. Anyhow. Anyhow, uh, back to uh, awesome parts of the world. Uh, the episode this week is about... It's called drum roll, please. Go oh, drum roll, please. This is where we insert our special effects of a drum roll. Yeah. Good That's use terrible. of the internet. A good use of the internet. So um, the internet is a tool, right? It's not something that uh, just exists. You use it for stuff. Uh, some people use it for self-promotion. And, and you know, we just did that uh, in the first part of this. We were talking about our Twitter feed and our Facebook page and giving us uh, money that we don't actually want from you that we'll just read stuff. But 
Some people use it for self-promotion, um, basically to say, buy more of me. Some people use it to tear down others, you know, your typical trolls on the internet. Um, and what we want to just accentuate and kind of shine a light on are the people who are just doing awesome stuff. They're entertaining you. Uh, they're not asking for anything in return other than maybe a click or a, uh, you know, a retweet. Uh, and they just make you feel good for the sake of just making you feel good. Yeah. And for the purposes of this list, we're not talking about stuff like Netflix, you know, like video mm-hmm. over the internet. It's almost stuff that could have been done before, yeah. primarily text-based, but wasn't because these, these are the things that you just never, because it costs us some amount of pennies to print, a, print any amount of newsletter, right. and uh, it just wouldn't have made the cut. However, all of our lives are better because this stuff exists. True. Okay, so uh, let's get to our list. Uh, so the first one we have, uh, so I just talked about you know, self-promotion and all that stuff. So I'm going to use a little self-promotion for my, for my 10-year-old son who was on the podcast last week, and he was terrible. Uh, <laughs> Elliot Young, uh, he's got a YouTube channel. He makes these little small, uh, like five, six minute long episodes of uh, like animated episodes of things that he loves. So he's got a Mission Impossible um, uh, short movie where he's got multiple scenes and he's got Tom Cruise flying out of, you know, helicopters and all kinds of stuff. Um, and he's also, he was obsessed with uh, the uh, BBC Sherlock show. So he's made several episodes of Sherlock. They're like four or five minutes long. Hmm. Uh, spoiler alert, Sherlock always figures out something, but Moriarty always gets away. Very nice. Uh, and they're all, uh, they're all animated. They're all uh, poorly voiced over by either him or me. Uh, he, in, whenever he wants somebody with, an, uh, with a British accent, he asks his father to go ahead and come on the pod. I mean, I'm on the animated little cartoon and say something terribly. And I've noticed for some reason you're always the female characters. Mm-hmm. That's right. I'm always the female characters and I'm never Sherlock. Sometimes I'm Watson. Sometimes I'm Watson in part of the episode, but not in other parts of the episode. <laughs> when Watson does something cool, it's always Elliot. I see. Well, yes. I'm glad he has preferences. Yes. I'm always the sort of the mindless cop though too. So I'm a mindless cop and sometimes I'm uh uh, the the lady that lives downstairs. I can't remember her name. Right. Well, very nice. It's a good use of the mm-hmm. internet. Yep. Good uh, use of the internet. Another. They're funny. Another uh, YouTube channel that I want to promote is uh, it's called Neva Productions N E V A, which is my daughter, my youngest one, Neva. Uh, the producer is my oldest one, Jillian. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And yeah, similar setup. It's their YouTube videos. She's already made. She likes to get subscribers. Please subscribe mm-hmm. and like. Yeah. And uh, so while the kids are the good use of the internet, what we're doing right now where we're promoting them, not really the good use yeah. of the internet. But that's all right. But dad pods is not, d- dad pods would never make this list. No, no. This <laughs> so I'm going to go with a Twitter feed for the next one. Uh, the, the, the Twitter feed I'm going to go with is Emperor Trumpetine. Mm. Um, he's a Twitter personality who takes the sort of the Trump persona, you know, bombastic, loud, arrogant, weirdly defensive over you know little slights uh and applies it to the dark lord of the sith palpatine uh who takes over a galaxy far far away um so here's an example of a twitter of a tweet that he had just recently if galactic warming is truly a real problem 
then how do you explain the great many ice plants we have where it is so cold that not even tauntauns can survive? More fake prophecies, likely made up by Outer Rim hoax. And that's kind of how his Twitter feed goes. Uh, he sort of over one weekend, he kind of live tweeted all nine of the films in order. Uh, kind of great, just as he saw like a particular scene, like, oh, whiny Luke, you know, d deciding that he doesn't want to do his chores, that kind of thing. Um, he's really funny. And it's a good use of the internet. That is a good use of the internet. All right. Uh, another, which I've picked, is the another Twitter feed called at dog underscore rates. If a lot of people are familiar with this, this these are always different ratings of dogs. The, the whole setup is shows a picture of a dog, gives a rating. Here's an example. This is Bowser. He insists on picking a podcast, but immediately falls asleep every time. Still, 13 out of 10. Please do not disturb him. He's great. Dog rates is wonderful. Um, related, the same guy actually runs another Twitter feed. It's called Thoughts of Dog. Uh, and those are those are tweets sort of in the form of a short little poem, almost like a little haiku in the dog's voice. An example of that is, and this is uh, topical, the human has been working home the last couple days. And every so often, often, they let me participate in the video calls. All the other humans cheer when they see me. I am the only thing holding their company together. That's Great. I, I actually never knew that Thoughts of a Dog was the same as Dog yes. Rates. Yes. The only, uh, my wife let me know that those two are the same person, and it like blew my mind. That's, that's blowing my mind right now. How did she know it was the same person? Um, apparently, the guy, they did like a, there was like a profile about the guy on, on some web magazine, and she kind of read about it. And so, uh, yeah. So, if you, any, any of the, any, so he does sell stuff. You know, you could buy like, sweaters and stuff like that like uh there's a i think they sell a sweater that's uh not uh not all dogs are good boys on the front and on the back it says some are good girls oh yeah a nice little um, fake out there because yeah it's a nice little fake out it's like it's not there he's not really trashing dogs yeah he would never do such a thing yeah he's also there's a, there's one that's uh tell your dog i said hi oh is a good one um that kind of thing. So in a meta so you, in a meta sense, the article covering the guy who writes dog rates and thoughts of a dog, that's another good use of the internet. Yes, it is. More things that just would not exist without the internet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, a little bit like um, you know, way back in the day when there would be when there would be good graffiti. If you can think about like good graffiti, like somebody, you know, has a blank wall and they just paint like a beautiful mural just for fun. Right. That's a good use of graffiti, right? Some graffiti is really terrible where you just write your name and say, you know, so-and-so sucks or, you know, something like that. But, you know, good use of graffiti would be a, a beautiful mural that somebody puts up. Right. Putting stuff in the space that, uh, that adds beauty as opposed to, to the just, world. yeah, just breaking up the blank space with something that's more ugly. Right. Right. Uh, the next one is also, a uh, Twitter feed. Uh, this is uh, so there's a uh, there's a there's a cowboy museum in Oklahoma City, and this is this is also kind of quarantine version of good use of the internet. Uh, the cowboy museum in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, uh, closed down when uh, the quarantine started, and 
they let their, uh, the only person they had working at the museum was their security guard. I believe his name is Tim. And he had no idea about anything with regards to social media, but their social media guy the one that would normally say, hey, come out to the, you know, the museum this weekend and see our new exhibit. He decided to turn over the Twitter feed and everything else to the security guard and, you know, tried to give him some tips on how to do stuff. So he would, you know, go take it. So they would say, oh, go take a picture of our little selfie station that we have. And so he would actually take a picture of where the museum tells you to put your feet when you uh, take a selfie rather than taking a picture of where the self, what the selfie would take a picture of, he's taking a picture of where you should put your feet. And they told him how to use hashtags. They said, so what you do is you put hashtag cowboy museum or hashtag the cowboy. And he actually wrote out the word hashtag (laughs) until Uh like his grandson or his nephew, I can't remember what it was, told him that it's actually, you know, the pound sign, uh, not a hashtag, not just writing out the hashtag. So, He's also clearly a dad because he made the joke and it's kind of stuck. He stuck with, he wrote the little, he put the little symbol for a hashtag, he wrote hashtag, but then he wrote out the word hashtag the cowboy. Classic. For all of his tweets. So every one of his tweets now uh, has the hashtag, hashtag, hashtag the cowboy. Really funny. I strongly recommend him as, as a follow. He is not somebody that tweets 47 times a day. He's somebody that tweets like once or twice, usually just uh, going over little things that they have in their cowboy museum there at, in, in Oklahoma City, which sounds like a little charming little uh, museum if you're ever in Oklahoma City. I encourage people to go to the, the cowboy museum. It would be the only thing I would ever want to do in, the, in Oklahoma City. I've driven through Oklahoma City. I've never been it. But um, strongly recommend the cowboy museum in Oklahoma City because of the security guard who runs their, their Twitter feed now. Hashtag, hashtag the cowboy. An excellent use of the internet. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. The next great use of the internet is a uh, Wikipedia page called The Speckled Baseball Players. Now, this is great for many reasons. Number one is uh, that's the appropriate title. You don't say baseball players who wear glasses. You say right. list of bespeckled baseball players. Bespectacled, yes. Bespectacled. Bespectacled. <laughs> And that's great because, like, lots of, you know, older dads, you, you, you wear glasses. Both you and I are wearing glasses currently. Right. And, of course, how did we find this page? We were trying to find all the baseball players who wore glasses. Yes. There are some great, like, there's some great names of baseball players that wear glasses. Like, my favorite, and I, I couldn't tell you four things about this baseball player other than the fact that he wore glasses, was Chris Sabo. Mm, yep. Formerly of the Cincinnati Reds. Kind of a slap hitter. Yeah, it was on the Angel, Angels 90s. for a while, too. I, maybe. Maybe. I, I, he wore I, glasses his yeah. entire career. <laughs> I like to believe he was always on a team with red. I hope so. Yeah, I think that would be a thing. Because he was, he was really pasty, so the red would have had a really good kind of sort of uh, uh, balance. Beep. This is Michael from the future. He was actually on the St. Louis Cardinals, not the Angels. Beep. Let's look before the internet you could never find you would have this bar argument with a friend and saying like who are all the players that were 
glasses and uh, you, know, you might list some out, but you would never have the definitive list of all the yeah. stuff. Most people, most people would probably say, oh, who's the most famous baseball player that wore glasses? It's Rick Vaughn. Mm. Right. Who's a fake baseball player from the movie Major League. It does not count. <laughs> right, right. R.I.P. Charlie Sheen, uh, even though he's still alive. Well, you know, he, <laughs> he's dead in our hearts. So. Yes, he is. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, there's lots of great names in there. Um, I, you know, there's a Wikipedia page, like Michael mentioned. Uh, check it out; it's great. Um, so, the one I'm going to go with, um, and this kind of uh, just kind of feeds into my nerddom. There's a YouTube channel called Bat in the Sun. That's B A T in the Sun. And they do these videos that are called, they call them superhero beatdown. And it's really, really high quality um, uh, videos that are created. Uh, it's, it's, it's done by a bunch of people that are actually in the entertainment industry in Los Angeles. They, they are actors and actresses and budding directors and people that, that get, anybody that's in the sort of the entertainment industry in, in LA, there's like, there's people that are working all the time. And then there's people that work you know, in a movie or a TV show, maybe they're working six months of the year and then they have all this time where they, um, they can either live off their, 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 their funds that they've made or they need to get another job. Uh, and these guys sort of created this little production company where they make these, usually they're like 12 minute long videos and they are total nerds. So they do things like, we're going to have Superman and the Hulk fight each other. Okay. Um, so they do that. So they, 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 they do full on sort of cosplay type uh, makeup and costuming. And they have like really, really well coordinated fight scenes. Um, some of them are uh, animated. So they'll get somebody to do their animated stuff. Some are like really dark and gritty. Like they've done Batman more than any of them. So they can, so it's really easy to do Batman because he just fights like a regular person would fight. So I think one of the more recent ones was like Batman versus Killmonger from uh, from from uh, Black Panther, um, and what they do is they just fight. And normally, this is it's a, it's a little more violent. Probably not good for your kids, but it's great for your dad, hmm. for dads out there, because it's violent, and someone usually dies. Hmm. Spoiler alert! But what they do is so they'll have like you know so they had a great one. My favorite one was Batman versus Darth Vader, and the, the, the story was Superman has been kidnapped and Batman has to rescue him. Superman has been taken by Darth Vader in the Death Star or something like that. So Batman flies out there. He, uh, Batman created his own lightsaber because it's all science. Right. So he figured out how to do it. So he's fighting Darth Vader with a lightsaber, trying to you know, release um, Superman. And they make two endings. So they always have one ending that's like, the most likely when you think about it, like, so Darth Vader does end up killing Batman, spoiler alert. But they always make an alternate ending and the alternate ending in this one is Batman actually releases Superman and, and Superman, once he's got his kryptonite released from it, is able to get out and he's more powerful than anything. So he defeats Darth Vader at that point. But uh, they're really good videos, they're really high quality. They're short, they're only about 10 or 15 minutes. Um, there's a little bit of like uh, geeky people talking about it, which is always fun too. Like uh, 
you know, kind of like a, a football analysis, like where it's like, hey, Jim, what did you think when uh, you're third down there? You know, they do that kind of thing at the end of an episode. But uh, strongly recommend Bat in the Sun Productions, superhero beatdowns. They're good stuff. It sounds a lot like the old claymation show. Uh, was it Celebrity Deathmatch? Celebrity watch? Deathmatch. It's similar. Yeah, it's it's much. I will say it's much higher, higher quality, hmm. <laughs> uh, and not as sort of intentionally humorous. It's it's actually serious. Like some of the it's like some of the ones that I can think of were like um, Darth Maul versus Spider Man, hmm. and Darth Maul's winning until Spider Man for some reason gets the venom goo on him okay and then he becomes venom spider-man black 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 suit spider-man and then he wins right um oh important question uh, when spider-man has the venom goo on him is he in blackface (laughs) um wait wait let's let that joke sit for a second (laughs) it could be a little problematic (laughs) it could be it could be um yeah yeah um not one i like to think about okay spider-man's okay i don't i don't want to like knock spider-man no, no, no. Spider Man's okay. I mean, and 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 to be fair, yeah. Um, you know, the more the more prominent Spider Man that wears the black suit is is Miles Morales, right? So. Who actually is black. Um, uh, another prominent sort of matchup they had was like the Winter Soldier versus uh, Nightwing. Hmm. So sometimes they'll do, they'll do you know DC versus Marvel. Sometimes they'll bring Star Wars in there. Sometimes they'll bring video game guys in there. Um, you know, they had like Iron Man versus, uh, what is it? Is it Mech War or is it, I'm not a video game guy, hmm. but like one of those video games where you're in like a super exoskeleton. Thing oh, it's Mech, Mech Warrior. Okay. Yeah. So they did that. They had, um, I'm trying to think someone, they had Batman versus Deadpool, which was a good one. Um, they've had joke, they've had villain ones. So they've had like, uh, Joker versus uh, one of the villains from The Walking Dead, the guy that had the baseball bat and the um, uh, barbed wire around it. I've never seen Walking Dead. Which is we could we could talk about this briefly too, and that might bring us to the, our last uh, topic on uh, good use of the internet. But you and I are both really, really um, we like to stay abreast of a lot of stuff on uh, pop culture, but we don't watch everything. Right, we can't. So there's lots of shows that we like to like just Wikipedia and just catch up on. Like The Walking Dead is probably a good one. Like I have read episode and season long uh, descriptions of what happens in The Walking Dead. I have not watched a single episode. Right. So the ones that uh, I've seen a lot of the X-Files, but not every single one because I watched it when it was on TV. So right. sometimes I would miss it. Uh, definitely sure. just read the Wikipedia description of all the plots but for all the young people out there you, there was a time when if you missed an episode of a show you just missed an episode of the show you couldn't yeah. go back and watch it later yeah that was it yeah because i think prominently our three children probably listen to this podcast and they don't understand having to like either be there live or you had to set a vcr yeah. tape to, to 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 record your thing and then sometimes vcrs didn't work like if your power went out you were screwed or if you ran out of tape oh yes you ran out of tape tapes only came the cape they they were they were like 120 minutes sometimes so if you had more than like two episodes of a show on there you were yeah you were you you were done for it would also degrade over time so i would use i used to record 
the NBC Thursday nights because uh, mm -hmm. I, I liked all those comedies. And uh, I'd record, and you don't want to always rewind to the beginning because then you keep recording over the same part over and over again, and it gets worse and worse each time mm -hmm. until it's basically unusable and you have to get another tape. Right. And, and chances are you started with, like, it was a tape that, you know, your mom taped your, your second cousin's wedding on or something. And, you know, nobody ever wants to see that stuff again. So, you, yeah, you yeah. started with that. Yeah, the point is we would miss stuff. Yes. So nowadays you can actually go back and read, like what happened in episode sixteen that I that I missed way back then. Yeah, I'm a big fan of doing it for uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Even though I, I have watched most of those episodes, but that mm -hmm. there were just enough of those episodes that I, I I'm not going to go back and rewatch anything them all. that's anything that's serialized. You sort of need to do that with, so. Anything where if you miss an episode, you sort of really miss stuff. And so the shows that have those continuing sort of storylines that go throughout, uh, you kind of do need to do that. Um, a show like, you know, we've, we've professed our love for Criminal Minds. You do not need to re do recap episodes for that. Oh, yeah. No, that's, that's okay. Yeah. You can skip that. No. no. You can watch the same episode of Criminal Minds 16 times, and then that 17th time you're like, what happens in this one again? Is he the unsub? Huh. I don't know. You just kind of just it's, just go with the flow. That one episode doesn't really affect the next one that's yeah. coming along. Yeah, that so. doesn't need a recap. Yeah, my big ones that I've that I've uh, that I've Wikipedia'd for were uh, Lost. I didn't. I think I watched the first season of Lost and then never watched it again. Um, Trying to think what else I did. I know I've I've done it with Game of Thrones. Even though I've watched every episode, there's so much time in between like seasons, mm -hmm. and I didn't really want to watch seasons again before the new season comes on. Uh, so I would I would uh, I would certainly like catch up on stuff. It's like uh, who's alive and who's dead. Yep. What's what's that random white guy's name? That kind of thing. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you listed one here, uh, Doctor Who. Yes. So, I have never seen a single episode of Doctor Who. Okay, so I've seen some. Uh, I tried to get into it. My, here's my, my thoughts on Doctor Who. Uh, before there was all this television, I always believe that you went to Doctor Who when you've ex you're so into sci-fi that you've exhausted all of the Star Wars movies and the Star Trek episodes, and you still want that extra hit of sci-fi, and all that's left for you is British sci-fi. Because... <laughs> <laughs> when I was growing up, Doctor Who was just on PBS and it's like kind of old and clunky, but like, so the only people that would be into it is like, I just, I just got to have more sci-fi. There's no more sci-fi. Yeah. And I, I, I understood that. I was like, oh, I, I, yeah. I understand your Believe point. it or not, believe it or not, it was like sci-fi is like, is omnipresent now. Yeah. You can get it anywhere. Yeah. Um, but there was a time when sci-fi was really, really hard to find. Yeah. There was a time when and you guys, you should Google this. The old Incredible Hulk show. Oh yeah, was like the best thing for a sci-fi nerd on television. Yeah, at the time. Yeah, there was a time when Knight Rider counted as sci-fi. <laughs> it was a talking car, and it was David Hasselhoff's hair. Yeah, Michael he Knight. Was great hair, by the way. A man without a past. Yes, he was. It was actually. Do you realize that Michael Knight? He did not. He had amnesia. That's the plot of Knight Rider. There actually is a plot and like backstory and lore. Hmm. 
I remember, I don't remember a lot about Knight Rider, but I do remember that there was an episode where he have had an evil, evil twin and it was just, it was just David Hasselhoff with a mustache. Oh, I'm glad they used facial hair because that's, that yeah. denotes evil. Yeah. Yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. Anybody out there with facial hair, you are in fact evil. Yeah. Well, Sorry I, about that. But that's okay. Cause there's a good version of yourself somewhere else in another timeline. Yeah. Yeah. Just shave and you'll be better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a, that was a, that was a term show. Yeah. <laughs> Not really sci-fi, but. But yeah, the, the point of the, like the incredible Hulk was that the, the, the whole special effects of it was they would show like an arm where there was clothing being ripped when the Hulk was being formed. And then they just had a different actor that was twice as big as, I think his name was David Bixby, yeah. the actor. Bill Bixby, um, David Banner. Bill Bixby, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, and w- Wait, Bruce Banner. One weird thing that, well, one weird thing is they named him David Banner in that TV show. Oh, you're right. Don't that's why, why. That's why I thought it was David. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know exactly why they, they named him da- David versus Bruce. Um, because famously, all, almost all the Marvel, famous Marvel characters are alliterative. So there's Peter Parker. Yeah. Bruce Banner, um, all those characters like that, because uh, Stan Lee was famously, he was terrible with names. Yeah. So he would just forget them if they didn't have the same initials. Um, you you got to run with works works for you. <laughs> yeah, it, it worked for me, became a billionaire. Yeah, good for him. R.I.P. Stan Lee. Yeah. Um, and then it was like, and then it was just a new actor that was the Hulk. It was Lou Ferrigno, yeah. famously. Painted in green. Painted in green. And a, a healthy green, it wasn't like the green that they painted. The, well, it wasn't like the silver that they painted. The uh, I was reading about this today. The, the silver that they painted the original scare, uh, not scarecrow, but the uh, Tin Man in mm. the in the uh, Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz. The the original guy had to pull out of that show, that movie, because the paint that they used like made him sick. Oh, and it was making him yeah. It was actually Buddy Ebsen who later on, I think, starred in the uh, Beverly Hill Pillage. But um, he said for the rest of his life, he had like a cough because of that damn paint that's, that was on him. That, that's terrible. Um, yes, it's terrible. Uh, yeah. What Hollywood used to do to people was terrible. Apparently, they, they, that, that movie even hooked, uh, hooked uh, uh, Judy Garland on diet pills. Hmm. Also terrible. Yeah, Hollywood used to be terrible to people. Yeah. It still is in a different way, but not, murder, yeah. not as murderous. Audrey Hepburn had to separate individual eyelashes with a, uh, a pin. Ah. She would go through and separate her eyelashes. So they were all like, like, like a fan because she had those famous like doe eyes, mm. you know? Yeah. A ba- uh, probably a good use of the internet, but you know, I've, I did a deep dive on something. I can't even remember what I was reading now. Yeah, finding that out, that's a good use of the internet. Sure. The fact that they did all that, really bad use of power. Yes. True. Great. Yes. That takes. And on that note, two dad bot of the week. Dad bot of the week. Uh, uh, a benchmark that we have on every episode. The dad bot of the week this week is Rex Chapman. Proof that a former athlete can be def- dad bot of the week. Rex Chapman is not pudgy. Rex Chapman is a former basketball player from. University of Kentucky and about 18 uh, NBA teams, including the Miami Heat, Washington, then Bullets, uh, Charlotte, Bobcats, Hornets, maybe maybe Hornets, a uh, couple other teams. I can't even remember them all. Phoenix Suns, probably. Yeah, what's, what's great about Rex Chapman is you can look at pictures from when he was a player, already balding. 
Yes. Mm -hmm. Already had the uh, signature, like where the sides of your head sort of the, the, the skin just sort of creeps into the hairline. Yeah. Lots of skin on his face. Yeah. And now, now he just has the classic dad bod, the dad bod face, the dad bod look. And uh, importantly for our episode, yeah, he is a dad. Importantly for our episode, he has a great Twitter feed. Maybe the best Twitter feed. This hyperbolic, but (laughs) this might have been the only reason he was ever an athlete was so that he could eventually have this Twitter feed to show us random, the most random videos you've ever seen. Yes. So it started. He did this like thing. It was a bit, and I think it's a bit for like a radio show that he had. It's called Blocker Charge. So anything, anybody, you know anything about basketball? There's a, there's always kind of in every game. There's almost always a, a collision near the basket. And the question is whether it's a blocker or the charge. Who's the foul on? Is it the foul on defense or the foul on the offense? Well, he would take that into real life, and kind of, kind of, uh, you know, America's Funniest Home Video style, where somebody would get hit by something, whether it be, you know, a horse or a dog or you know another person, a, and you know, a car, or whatever, and you get hit, and you're like, blocker or charge, you know, and question that. So some of these videos are crazy. Some of these videos are funny. Um, some of those are like, you're going to be looking at it and like, what did I just see? Did I see somebody die? Probably not. Uh, <laughs> but he gets not. somebody to really, yeah, I hope not. But he gets somebody to, somebody amazing curates all these videos for him. Um, so, uh, like today, like this week, I think, uh, the, be- the best ones that he had were, um, there's a, I think it's a video from Thailand. There's a monkey that rides into an alley on a motorcycle. Nice. But that's it for a second. A monkey on a motorcycle, small motorcycle. And the monkey jumps off the motorcycle, grabs a toddler by the arm, and starts dragging it away from where it was, from, from its family. Now, it eventually loses grip of the uh, motorcycle, and the dad of the toddler sort of walks over, kind of meandering, like, not again. <laughs> <laughs> which makes the video even funnier. Like this is not the first time that this monkey has tried to race in on its motorcycle and steal my kid. But this happened and it's on video. Rex Chapman tweets it. It becomes a viral sensation. What's, what's great is uh, I wasn't sure which video you were talking about, but then as you talked about it, I knew exactly what you were talking about. <laughs> That's how seared into my brain the Rex Chapman feed has become. Yes. Yes. So we strongly recommend at Rex Chapman dad bot of the week, as well as an amazing Twitter follow. It'll make you smile. It will. Plus he does some like really good sort of heartfelt, you know, humanity still has hope kind of videos as well. Um, His story is really interesting. If anybody sports fans out there, there was an E60 on ESPN done about him about three weeks ago uh, that talked about his story. Uh, he got addicted to pain pills while he was a player. Um, uh, now works for the the government in Kentucky in uh, uh, preventing the opioid crisis and helping uh, people uh, get off of opioids. Um, he is clean and sober, um, and uh, he is an inspiring kind of guy too. So yeah, he is a bespeckled former basketball player. Mm-hmm. 
bespectacled. Bespectacled. I guess bespeckled would be like shiny. You'd have spots. Yeah. <laughs> that would be, I'd love to see the bespeckled baseball players as well. Well, you know, there's probably, we'll have to, we'll, okay, this will be for next week. We'll find out if there are, is there, there's a freckled baseball player mm. page on Wikipedia. And if there's not, we might have to start one. All right. Homework. <laughs> All right. I think that's well, the end of episode. episode. Thank you. Thank you, yes. Shane. That was a great episode to you, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, goodbye, everybody. Be good. Goodbye. <laughs>